Hi guys, my name is Russ Hamker. Um, I wrote a uh, PowerShell application called vDeploy, and this uh, session is about PowerCLI only method to fully deploy a VM uh, using vDeploy. So, uh, what's this whole presentation about here? It's all about vDeploy and how to use it. Um, I made this to simplify my VM deployment. Um, I designed it to be modular, I designed it to use it for all kinds of different use cases. Uh, why PowerShell? So it's written to standardize all the different uh, VM deployments by using one single code language. So one of the frustration points that I've had in the past is that uh, other applications for doing VM deployment will use many different languages to end up getting you to where you need to be at the end of the game, which is deploying your virtual machine with applications and configurations on them. Um, with that said there, so uh, vDeploy, uh, is uh, written in PowerShell, it includes GUIs. So I'll kind of talk about my GUIs. Some of the modules that are already included with it too, PowerCLI, PowerNSX, uh, Active Directory. Uh, one of the big things about this though, being so modular, is you can add literally any other PowerShell module you want to, to it, and it's just an add-on. Very simple. Um, why did I write it though? That's a lot of people ask me this question. So I wasn't happy with the way uh, our VMs were being deployed at the office with uh, nothing against VMware Orchestrator's great product. It's just complicated. It's also not as fast as I wanted it to be. So our average deployment process was about an hour, hour and 15 minutes of virtual machine, which is pretty time consuming when you think about it. You want it as fast as you can. As you, you want to move at the speed of business. They don't want, you know, management does not want you to, uh, uh, you know, dilly-dally on things. So anyway, um, I, I also did this to help uh, better my understanding of uh, PowerShell and PowerCLI. Um, coding gave me a greater uh, control over the deployment process as well um, when you do the entire thing in code. So uh, some of the goals I had in mind here with doing vDeploy was to uh, simplify VM deployment, obviously, as I talked about. Uh, common language again, PowerShell. Uh, better security for password management is actually a big one a lot of people don't think about. Um, so some of the other VM deployment uh, options on the market there, they do a lot of passwords. They store them in clear text. Uh, it might be in the database, and the database might be encrypted, but you open it and you have access. Well, guess what? The passwords are just legible right there anytime you want. Um, I also wanted a lot of really good logging for this. That's one of the other frustration points I have is that even with the uh, orchestrator, um, our problem was you could get to a point, they give you an error, but it didn't give you really fine detail about certain scenarios, especially when you're trying to call PowerShell to do certain things, because uh, as we all know, no application's perfect, and uh, Orchestrator, you have to do PowerShell for quite a few functions, because it doesn't have everything built in. And I also wanted to do email reporting. Email reporting was a big one to me. I wanted to have a lot of detail in email reporting. I wanted to know a lot of information about my my deployment process. I didn't want to just know this VM got, got deployed on this day by this person It's on this data store. That wasn't enough information to me. Um, so that was one of my other goals too, was to help figure that out. So uh, real briefly on comparisons here, so Orchestrator, we use it today in my company and vDeploy as well. Um, my, my biggest frustration point, honestly, with Orchestrator has always been JavaScript coding. You had to do a lot of JavaScript coding. You still had to have a PowerShell host as well. The passwords are stored in clear text. I was talking about that earlier. Um, it does have some great functionalities. It integrates with the APIs for VMware, obviously, really well. Um, but it, 
it does have a lot of missing functionality out of the box. It makes you have to do a lot of custom coding, and that's uh, very time-consuming for a lot of people. Um, the VMware automation, again, it's a great interface. Uh, costs money, though, unfortunately, and um, PowerShell host is still required. O orchestrator is still required for some stuff. It does have better reporting. It does have better logging. Um, VDeploy, in comparison, it's all 100% PowerShell. Um, it is a simple to use interface though. Uh, there is no cost, I have it on GitHub. Anybody that wants it, you can download it right now and you can deploy it in your environment in about 10 minutes. Um, it does require one Windows-based virtual machine that has a Power CLI, PowerShell, and all that set up on it. Um, it does store passwords. All passwards are stored in AES-256-based uh, encrypted files. I have really great logging set up with it. PowerShell does a really good job of that by itself. Um, I'll show you guys some of the reporting here towards the end of the uh, presentation. Um, it's very, very, and I can't stress this enough, very modular. So if you can write a PowerShell script to install an application on a local box, well, guess what? You're done for adding that application to be deployed, to be de deployed at, you know, on tens of thousands of virtual machines with a couple of clicks. Um, now, it is only currently designed for uh, doing Windows VMs, and I, uh, I'm going to work on that here at some point and try to do Linux as well. Uh, but presently today, it's really more aimed at the Microsoft world. Um, how does this thing make it simple for you? Is what it, and uh, as I talked about, uh, the simple GUI is a, a big deal for me. Um, standardizing the deployment process is also a, a big thing in general, um, and a frustration point that a lot of us have. Um, it also integrates with NSX, so it uses a NSX uh, security tags to uh, de deploy applications and uh, configure things on the VMs themselves to help lock them down. Um, it also does VM tags. So VM tags are used for organization and management of the virtual machines, uh, especially for VR ops, this is really good. Um, I also have a couple extra requirements I've added in, the pet peeves I have. So like VM notes is one of them. I want to know details about this virtual machine. You can't just deploy a virtual machine and I don't know what what, what's this thing for, right? Um, I also want to know who did it and when they did it. I also want to have, uh, I also want to know who the server owners are. So obviously, you know, they're going to contact me when they have a problem. Hey, I need more space, right? Well, sometimes we'd see, hey, they're out of space. What do you got to do? You got to find out who they are. So having that information on the virtual machine for notes is really big to me. Um, the other big thing about my script is a single script. You don't have to have it for different uh, Windows domains. It is one script that will cover every domain in your environment uh, and the way it's designed. Um, I talked about security a little bit already, but AES-256 encryption is a big deal. Uh, you can also lock down your PowerShell scripts using uh, NTFS-based permissions. Um, it also uses HTTPS secure WinRim for doing the application deployment for Windows. Um, I also talked a little bit too about NSX security tags. Um, the idea is that before the VM actually comes up, the NSX security tags actually get applied before the VM's turned on. And then when you power it on, it literally is locked down as far as it gets. So zero trust model is uh, the way I try to think about how to build this whole process here. Um, VitaBoy does use uh, domain-based authentication to uh, do management and configuration. So there are some user accounts you have to create one in each domain specifically for uh, helping with the application deployment, configuration management, that sort of thing. Um, I've also put some stuff in the code to help protect me from myself. 
Um, I know that sounds kind of funny, right? But all of us are, uh, get lazy sometimes when we forget to click on something or we decide we don't want to type uh, the name of the virtual machine, you know, uppercase or lowercase every time. Um, so things like that have been put in to make sure that uh, the VM names are uh, the same across the board, uh, size-wise, uh, caps specifically. Uh, VM also checks for duplicates. Um, it also checks an active directory to make sure there's no duplicate computer objects as well. Um, I talked a little bit about requiring notes as well. That's a big deal. Uh, a lot of stuff about IP address information. I wanted to make sure that uh, you weren't putting in some IP that wasn't real. So trying to code for that was a big deal. Um, I also wanted to make sure I standardized uh, naming conventions based on NetBIOS requirements. Unfortunately, Microsoft, as you guys know, the uh, naming convention is still 15 characters, unfortunately. Um, if you select an application, the other big thing too about uh, making it simple for me was I didn't want to have to think about how do I make sure that if I install WinZip as an example on a uh, server that you know it puts some kind of VM tag saying hey this is a, this server has uh, WinZip on it or uh, maybe it's a web-based application like IS and you want to make sure that it has an IS tag on it so that way you open ports up automatically on the network. Um, I talked about being modular a little bit, so uh, you run your main script and the, the script will, uh, and then I'll demo it here in a second, will uh, present you with a GUI. The GUI will allow you to select multiple different uh, checkboxes for applications, configurations, all sorts of different things. Um, I'm almost done with version 3.0 of this. Uh, I'll have it up on GitHub shortly and uh, there'll be some new features. I'll talk about that at the end as well. Uh, a lot of different example use cases for this as well. Um, let's get onto the demo though, because I want to make sure I have enough time for this. And it's not playing. Oh, there we go. All right, so I'm going to try to talk about what is actually happening on the screen here. So you're running the PowerShell module, or, or uh, Git, Vdeploy for the first time here. It's creating log files and storing them to the computer. It connects to NSX and vCenter automatically. Uh, it's a GUI I've made here. It's all in PowerShell only. Uh, the nice thing is you can customize this yourself. I've included the code for actually developing your, your own version of this. Um, as you notice, uh, it also talks about NSX Manager at the top of the screen as well. If you don't have NSX Manager, it knows about that. And it presents you with different information depending upon if you have NSX or not. Um, you can control pretty much every aspect of you know, what host you're putting this on, what data center you're putting this on. This is also designed for metro clusters at the top top of VM site. One of the things we do is we put virtual machines to a specific site as well, just to make sure that they run one place or the other. Um, data store wise, we also make sure that you list out you know, what's the one with the most space on it to begin with. That's what everybody always looks for usually, right? Um, one of the other big things too is you see OS configuration. Literally, it, it'll read off every OS configuration you have in vCenter. So the idea is you can have as many domains as you want. Uh, you also have a hard drive configuration as well. That hard drive configuration can be multiple different configurations. There's like 10 or 15 of them I have now in this. And you can add your own for any different template type configuration you want. But the idea is that you just have basic uh, VMs here. Uh, when you start out. And the other big thing is too, I wanted to make sure hard drive configurations, you could do them on the fly and it would actually format your hard drive and resize it if necessary as well. Um, so all you do is you, can, you, you type in the information you want for that and you hit OK. So now it's going to clone the virtual machine here. Um, 
And then after this process here, I apologize, I've got to shorten the video here. But the idea is that uh, there's a lot of different things that are going to go on in here. Uh, so it puts it on the specific uh, VLAN I wanted to have it on. It, it adds the notes as a requirement. It puts uh, DRS group settings uh, on the VM immediately for uh, metro clusters. It then, after that, uh, expands the hard drive if necessary, adds another hard drive if necessary. It also does best practices for adding the individual storage controllers to each of your virtual machines. So depending upon how many drives you've selected, it'll auto configure all that for you as well. Um, after that, it uh, adds NSX and VM tags. Uh, and again, this is all in an off state at this point. And then after that, it uh, disables automatic uh, VMware tools updates, and then it does a sysprep. And that sysprep is what you guys saw there waiting for it to come up. After this is completed here, it uh, makes sure DNS is functional. That's one of the big things outside of our control, right, DNS. And uh, after that here, it uh, we'll start rolling through a process automatically to read through your PowerShell scripts for installing an application. So I'm getting uh, told I need to kind of tighten this thing up here. So I'm going to kind of go over the report at the end of this and uh, show you guys. It's really very quick, but it's very detailed, the information it gives you. And the nice thing is it gives you great management information. Um, again, it talks about NSX. It talks about the applications I got deployed. It verifies that the applications got deployed correctly and tells you that in the documentation. And it also tells you how long each application and configuration took, including even sysprep, your script run times, all kinds of great details. So that way, someone asks, why is this taking so long? Well, your one application takes too long to install. And that's what's really happening here. It's not my VM deployment process. Um, there's also some great logging as it really quickly scrolled through on the screen um, that you can also save along with uh, your change management tickets. And then there's also a CSV file that kind of goes over the main configuration when you deploy the virtual machine. Um, do we have time for questions? No, nope, wrapping up. Okay, well, and uh, that's pretty much it for vDeploy for me. So I want to make sure I talk about uh, GitHub. So you guys can find on GitHub right here under uh, Butch7903 uh, slash vDeploy. Uh, I'm also on Twitter. People all over the world talk to me about this and ask questions. So feel free to reach out, talk to me. I'm happy to talk anytime. Thank you.